The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. Hang on from where I'm sitting. Okay. Welcome along to The Real Pod. This is your reality TV recap and real life in New Zealand podcast. And uh, we're, we're self-isolating on the internet yeah. with all we're of you guys. We're breaking rules, I think. Because These the microphones are oh, not yeah. okay, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to turn my... That's, that's, that's sorted now. I just turned the... <laughs> Have you turned it? Yeah. yeah I'm not 100% convinced that... <laughs> yeah, well, there should be changed that. every time. <laughs> I'm not 100% convinced that we've got a gathering of more than 250 people, so we might no, be okay. No, but you're supposed to be more than six feet apart at all times. Oh. Yeah, well, which, I, which okay. you're okay, but... I'm fine. I'm in uh, the garage on my no, own. No, so not okay. We're not okay. The hey, I'm, ja- I'm Jane Yee, and I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve of the spin-off, um, and we're, well, they're drinking. They're drinking some ice-cold fizz. Oh, oh my God. That was coronavirus in action. <laughs> a lot of taurine just splattered on the mic. That's like a disinfectant, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, absolutely. Or will it make the coronavirus just by stronger <laughs> and give it wings and it'll fly into your mouth? Anyone way to find out. You can't catch it through the real pod. We've had the test done. We have. We had the test done. We're all fine. Um, so... Don't even worry about it. Just sit back, relax, have a lovely Nando's. Thank you very much, Nando's, for sponsoring our podcast. Mm. Um, and we're really uh, in the last weeks of school, guys, aren't we? Yeah. Because the the pod, for those of you who are new here, wow, you've, you're not going to get much of it because there's only a few weeks left. We're shutting shit down. But you've got a rich back catalogue. I like no, it. We do. You go people, back to the fantasy suite, as, pe- as it were. People do do that. They do, and that's scary to me. Yeah. Because I don't know what we were saying in 2015, but I'm sure it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't good. Was I'm the, certain of that. It, it every now time. and again, a corny goes back and watches something, and they're like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the old, um, you know, old season of Batch or Housewives, and I'm gonna listen along." And they go, "Cool," and then they say nothing more, and it's like, mm. "I know, I know why you're not saying anything." Mm. <laughs> Because we said bad things. Let's yeah. look forward into the bright and rosy future we all have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the real pod pod. Uh, probably just shut the real pod pod page down, put it to sleep for a while, but the corner will forever go strong, forever and ever and amen. Um, that's still cranking. So that's our private Facebook group, getting new people entering by the day. They're flooding uh, in. They're flooding in. And we're on Instagram at the Real Pod Pod, and I think that's all the housework. It is all the housework. All the wi- all the wiping down with disinfectant that needs doing. Okay, <laughs> should we get on with the show? Let's do it. I have four weeks to decide if I'm going to drop my entire. 
am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> Reality check. How funny, I by the way, to, to oh. compare. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm oh, everyone just all, just all talk over each other. This yeah, let's nice. all just, this is just how we do it. Um, <laughs> but just in that sting, how did you just fight was like halted the nation, maybe the globe. And now mm. it's like week in, week out, you can't move for farts on the bench. No, you can't. It's just like it was a, it was sort of a, um, what do they call it? Like a foreshadowing. Or foreshadowing. is it like it shows like the social decay? You know, like how how transgressive everyone's become. That we used to have manners and uh, like all these structures that, that kept us in our lanes and now people just fart anywhere. <laughs> yeah, mm. and look look mm. where it's got us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, yeah. on that. <laughs> Probably need to get a scientist looking into that theory. Um, before we dive into The Bachelorette NZ, which I actually I feel like I watched so long ago I can barely remember because um, I watched screeners a, a tiny bit earlier than it aired and we, we were recording the podcast late, so... I feel like it was four score and ten ago. But what is on my mind, and I can't get it out of my mind at the moment, is the finale of The Bachelor US. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the ripple effects of this, but it was like a very dull season up until the last two episodes. And then it was nuts. I know there are a lot of cornies who um, who have been on board with it. And so I just want to acknowledge uh, it's probably like the second biggest news after the coronavirus here in the US. What, what um, happened? Give us a recap. Uh, okay. Very briefly, whole season, a lot of tears, a lot of drama, just the, just the usual. Uh, Peter the Bachelor didn't, like, he was very bad at making decisions. He seemed to like girls who cried and anyone who had a good head on their shoulders got sent away. He made poor decisions the whole way through right to the very end. Um, there was a girl who was very religious. She didn't want to, she didn't want him um, getting busy in the fantasy suite, but he did so anyway, and at which point she they got down to final two and she was kind of like, I don't know if I can marry you after I told you I, I kind of really am not comfortable with you doing that and then so she took herself out of the race he was heartbroken but still proposed to the other girl then broke up with her and tried to get back together with the first girl the whole time his mother is an absolute raving lunatic emotionally manipulating him into going with the girl that he originally that he originally um got engaged to up until the point that on the after the final rose special, which is live, she's absolutely paying him out. And the girl that he's now likes, he's just like, she's like, I don't like you. You're a bad match. You're terrible. And just like throwing down in the craziest way. That's amazing. That sounds crazy. Could you think you could jump in for the last two eps? And, yeah. and you should and absolutely jump in. For, uh, the, the, yeah, absolutely okay. jump in for the last two eps. It's Wait, just like incredible television. I want to do that. Please do. Can we miss uh, And that's it. That's it. That's all. But now we'll just return to Argentina. Argentina. Well, should we talk about the real news? The Scrabble news? Uh, oh. Yeah. You don't okay. want to we'll do that. Well, save save, that, save, that, save that, that for later. Save I feel like people end. are here not here Scrabble for Scrabble freaks, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> look, look the, the, we'll just tease it by saying that uh, Kathy Casey, who's been sort of publicly trolling me on all social media <laughs> formats for feels like years, finally got her wish of a Scrabble matchup with me. We played under competitive rules with an international referee and it was freaking intense and I will <laughs> recap it at the end of this podcast. <laughs> I've seen pictures online. Mm. Uh, she chucked a, fl- you- a 
fucking filter over one of them. She did. Made it look like an illustration. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, like, whoa, is this? uh, I I thought it was a link to a spinoff article for a moment. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Batch NZ, uh, or Batch Argentina, because it feels like that's, that's where they all live now. They live in a lovely farm in Argentina and they're um, partaking. We, we kicked off the week by partaking in a gratitude circle, uh, which was a, honestly a headlice nightmare. <laughs> they're all laying down, heads oh together in a circle. No gratitude circles anymore. Yeah. No, no way. What's Liam going to do? Huh? I, I just, <laughs> he's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Liam. Boy, oh boy, what a week. So oh, anyway, um, all, all very nice. All very nice. They um, they talk, I don't know, about all the things they're great for. I can't remember. Like, I'm not Elliot, even going to pretend. I can't remember a thing like, that happened. Like some people were like, I'm really grateful for the boys. Really grateful to be opening up. Love my family. It was like quite deep shit. And then Elliot was just like, I'm grateful for a delightful pool. <laughs> oh, true <laughs> though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's right there. <laughs> Aaron was grateful for the love of a dog. I don't know why I remember all this so vividly. <laughs> you really do. I don't remember a single thing except for the image of them all like with their heads together. It's really um, sweet. I, mm. I really, really enjoy those. Mm. It's so like literally everyone's there for the bro hangs except for Aaron. Well, and maybe yeah. maybe a little Mike B. Uh, should we just talk about the synchronized swimming as its own yeah. Topic. Yes. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> that was a really fun moment of television. Um there was who were the who were the it doesn't even matter what the other teams were. Matter. We should just, Let's just no. talk about, we just the, talk about it's just about the winger. And the the winger grab. Logan's interaction <laughs> with <laughs> He thought it was a finger. <laughs> I just don't buy that. <laughs> Like, I mean, okay, underwater. you're underwater. It is your your vision's fuzzy. Your arms are flailing. You've got a routine that no one really remembers at all. But I also, the, I mean, the, I can definitely see how a how a winger grab might happen accidentally. But I don't think he was reaching for a finger because at no point were they like, okay, and at this point you grab my finger. Like that's that finger. was never part of the routine. I think well, he just accidentally grabbed the sausage. The Kumara. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's so good. It, it was so <laughs> unexpected coming from Michael. And, you know, like in the spirit of, of his, like, you know, he's he's really making an effort to, to put himself out there. I just love him as a character. Like he's gone from Incredible. being like this kind of comic relief person to one of my favorite New Zealand reality characters ever, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. He's great. And Lucina um, liked the size of his talent. Yeah. <laughs> she said. Lucina, that, that is probably my favorite thing about Lucina as well, is just how much she loves looking at Dick. <laughs> she's seen so much. Yeah. She's seen everything. everything. She has seen everything. Okay. Mind you, she's no, a doctor, right? I'm worried about Lucina getting coronavirus. Because of all the hospitals. Oh. I just hope she's pretty. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Surely she's not doing much doctoring at the moment. She's doing a lot of doctoring. Actually, Hang on. She's, she's doing, she's I on saw something. locums. What? Okay. First of all, I thought she was ear, nose and throat. And now I thought, saw something she was saying, like where she was on her Instagram, she was saying about she's doing like plastic surgery at the moment. And I feel like, are you Dr. Warner? Are you the doctor mm. of all the, of she, all disciplines? That's that, she's can like you a, do that? Like an MMA fighter, but doctor vision. Yeah. Crazy. Oh my God, Chris Warner and Lucina, imagine. 
Dr. Lucina. <gasps> she's got to get a guest spot on Short She's got to get on guest spot on Short and Straight. She's got, actress, she's got actress in her bio. Same channel. This is Same a screw-up. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm like <laughs> angry at this bad <laughs> promo. Oh my God. Over. <laughs> like seriously, it's like a lead-in show, and she's a freaking doctor. Like, someone needs to lose their job. Like, I don't care who, but symbolically, like, there should be someone taken out in front of TVNZ and not allowed to work there anymore because that's not okay. You know who else should lose their jobs? All of us. I mean, we are, so it's great, but we should for not have thinking of this earlier as well. <laughs> Yeah, True. But, uh, but no true. one else has. Like this, no should, this, has. this should be like, I mean, probably. I mean, obviously, this coronavirus, but at least <laughs> a three of the Herald that one of probably the single best free cross promotional activity, which is mm. all media knows how to do anymore. She's an actress. She's an actress. <laughs> <laughs> she could also be the medical advisor. Like, save money. Save money. She can be an actress on the show and save the money advisor. is the media's whole job right now. <laughs> exactly. It's all we think about. <laughs> Bloody oh. hell. Bloody oh. hell. <laughs> anyway, that was a bit of fun. That was felt like a proper <laughs> good bachelor moment when they did the synchronized swimming challenge. Yeah. Um I can't remember who won who won time. Michael Michael must have won time because of his yeah, talent. Yeah, Lucina right? took Michael, Lily took Elliot, which was just like snows. Oh my god, yeah. Elliot! Yeah, she just keeps going back to that dry well. Mm. It's very, very. Um, it's dry. Bizarre. It's, it, it's as dry it's as really Logan's dry. kisses. Yeah. Elliot is <laughs> Elliot's basically just he's he's just off on his own doing kind of Elliot stuff, like his mm. his whole horse riding bit, and you're just like, well, this would work if you're a bit more entertaining, mm. but you're not. And I don't mm. know why we're sort of indulging, you know? Yeah, I think it's quite entertaining. I don't mind. I like his I little aside. There was a good bit when it cut back to the mansion and they were just eating a crazy-looking dinner. Yeah. yeah noted like, that in your rankings, It looked like chopped though. up hash browns <laughs> and, like, Hi? chicken noodles. Looks, I mean, yeah, I, I thought it looked super young. Like yeah. really I mean, not to go young. back to my sort of central thesis, but that to me is not to be televised when you're eating a meal like that. That's like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's true. It's a shame meal. It's a shame meal. It's, it's you're hungover and you're probably alone <laughs> or with someone you have a lot of trust with. Yeah. Okay, I, I want to, I got a hard disagree on this, Alex. I got to put my foot down. You're already like shamed eggs so badly over more a number on that, of More on that coming, actually. You can't cook, you cannot put more things on the plate here. I think the shaming of that kind of food is something that shouldn't be televised on. It's just, that's, it makes it, it's, it's what keeps it bad and it's not it should be everyone should be free to eat that shit and share that shit and it be on the it needs to be represented i feel i need to be represented on the television right. in that way so this is a big moment well, for you well, uh, so, but can i i think that you agree like you didn't not want to see that right oh and i definitely did not want to not eat that yeah so so but it's just it, 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 the dissonance was the fact that it was on the bachelorette. It was this confronting. is what makes it our New Zealand bachelorette. Yeah, and it speaks to the shonkiness. That's what I mean. I don't mean like yeah. I'm like don't do it. I just mean in the in the genre, mm. in the world, you'd never see bloody Peter, I assume, eating mm. a big plate of brown mush. But it's nice to see. It is it's Kiwi values. But what Thank I liked you. about it was that Elliot was like his little aside about being like, I really like it when uh the chicken nibbles look look realistic or something. Like he just yeah. has these little asides the, about. I'm fine with that. I just yeah. don't want five minutes of Elliot like <laughs> sitting a rabbit trap, you know? 
like oh, I, want, yeah. I want comic relief um, philosophizing in a group setting. <laughs> okay, so chicken nibbles are just the wings split in two, right? What? You know the no. wing? It's got like a little, a little, um, you know, the bit that's got two bones and then there's a little drumstick. That is a chicken. What the, they they? But that wasn't what they were eating. They were eating like ones shaped to be like that. So were they, were they like nuggets? Nugget Does he mean yeah. nuggets? Like those Flintstones chicken nuggets from the nineties. Okay, so he's <laughs> he's uh, he's conflating nuggets and um, nibbles. That's what he's doing there. When he said nibbles, he meant nuggets. Another big story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just oozing out of the pod today. There was okay. a big reveal. Lucina revealed uh, to Michael that she. Used to be a big D and D player. That was cool. Yeah, that reveal. She's a nerd. Yeah, she's a nerd. Yeah, she She is. She has no right to be, (laughs) but she is. (laughs) Yeah, and she got. Um, It was like a weird backstory that she got kicked out of the D and D club or something. Which yeah, for not not being cool. What was it? She was not. Yeah, she's like I'm not cool enough. I was like, I feel like (laughs) it's maybe the other like too too cool. Is it not not D and D cool enough? Did, did Just Joe, too like real world cool. Did Joe have any commentary on her? I don't, even know, I don't even know if he knows. I don't think I've, I'll get. I'll well, get comment. I'll see comment. Crazy. That <laughs> is absolutely crazy. Um, I just want to say, Alex, again, that I can't see your face, just just the wig um, when you disappear behind the microphone. That's good. That's how it should okay. Be. Um, another another uh, bombshell this week was um, Monica, the the housekeeper, fire starter lady. So there was a moment where someone was making cake. Can't remember. It was a bust, but someone was making cake for someone for someone's birthday. Whose birthday was it? Lily? Lily's birthday. She had like two and birthdays. A, cu- a couple of fellas were back at the house and they were like, let's make a cake for her. And in the background, there's someone doing the dishes and cleaning up. And then I was like, huge. Look, there's someone in the house just going around cleaning up behind these guys. Uh, surprised that they've been caught on camera and that's just fine. And then, but then she comes in later and helps them build a fire. When they were, they Intruder. couldn't do it themselves. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I just, uh, you know, they, they, they again, once again, time of their lives. They're out of prison now. Mm. They're on the outside, and now they've got a Monica cleaning up after them they, and lighting they, their fires. Well, yeah, because when they tried to make a fire, it was a total botch job. It was good the the way that she like they they're sort of. Yeah, the archetypal Kiwi bloke value of being able to make a fire just completely non-existent and owned by the uh, Argentine house housekeeper. Enjoyable television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, girl on the outside. So that was probably the theme of this this week. Oh, yeah. The girl on the outside. Hit single girl on the outside. Um, so we'll start. We'll start with our friend Liam, who got eliminated this week. Or got, how did he put it? A vetoed from this getter. <laughs> yep. Oi oi. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> um, so he, so how did it go down? He poked the bear. He poked the bear, the bear being Aaron. So Aaron was privy to this information that had come via Jesse that Liam went from apparently Je- Je- went from Jesse to Terence and Quinn, Quinn. to to Amog. Yeah, as, as we know, there's a there's a DMZ between Jesse and uh, <laughs> and Amog that cannot be breached. So we needed some trusted intermediaries to convey the information. <laughs> yes, yep. Amog was um, losing it. Like, he oh. was in a deep, dark hole. He does some in the moments and, like, pieces to GoPro that are <laughs> very, like, I'm about to start eating Vaseline. Yeah. 
that bit where he came back and Jesse was like, what's happening? He's like, don't worry, bro. Take care of it. It's all good. It's all good. Take care of it. Drink a beer. Nah, it's fine. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. It's like, what? Yeah. You look like yeah. you're about to kill Not someone. Not going to tell you. Not going <laughs> to talk about it. I know. It was borderline David Brennan. It was quite good. <laughs> no way, baby. Um, I'm, I'm very worried for if Lucina goes on to pick Aaron and then watches this show back, It. I just don't think it's going to go well for Aaron. In their relationship. He, he I'm worried about his food tech students watching this man just completely unravel and then show up the next day and be like, all right, nachos. Okay. <laughs> How do you make them? It's always me. <laughs> it's always me. Of course it's me. Of course it's me. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always <laughs> That was yeah. crazy. Had to be me. Had to be me. Had to be me. Had to be me, right? Terrence. And Terrence is like, ah, Like, legitimately, legitimately, if, you, if he was your teacher at your local school and your kid was in his class, I, I, would, I would be concerned. <laughs> Like, it's a fragile, like, he's just, he seems like... Two, two words for you. Hayden Daniels. Hey, Hayden, also, uh, Hayden, also Hayden, a real DTV teacher. The, this is just, the, there's a volatility there. The, 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 the difference between his, like, him freaked out and then after he'd made the decision, he hadn't even done anything. He'd just, he'd, he'd found the idea of snitching on Liam and everything was great again. That was buzzy it shit. Was so crazy. He just thought it would cut down his chances of going home. And he was he was right, to be fair. Yeah. And the girls kind of raided him for it. So what happened? <sighs> oh, it's so convoluted. Basically, Aaron outed Liam for, ha- for a, a kind of comment he made about it. There was a girl that he had told he was going to Hawaii instead of going on, like the truth being that he was going on The Bachelorette. And, that, um, and, and she was kind of waiting for him. Liam's defense was that, he was just playing up to his own ego and didn't want to look like a dick in front of the guys if he if he volunteered himself out of the house and be like, never mind, got a gal waiting for me anyway. That was kind of that was the subtitle of it, right? He, yeah. he did like four, you know, like a number of different versions of this. Like it, did it, he? it seemed to evolve over time. Well, like to the guys initially, it was that one that was like a sort of a defense mechanism, mm. which is the best possible reading of it. But when he was confronted with it by lily i didn't have time to prep it it was much more like oh yeah there was a girl but i just ghosted her basically or yeah or, or he, yeah. he didn't say use those words but she did and that was enough and then he and he just copped it the whole way through and it was only later that he started to kind of introduce these these other elements and i feel like if i had to pick a true vision mm. the one that he told lily and then did not dispute when she framed in a particular way that feels the truest to me I want to hear from the girl. If you're the girl who thought that Liam was in Hawaii, yeah. get in touch. Big time. Big uh, time. Big time. Big time. One um, more thing. She's... One more thing. So, so, so yeah. after that, Liam goes to, to announce that he's been vetoed from this get up, <laughs> tells Terrence and, and Amog, and when Amog confesses what he's done... <laughs> That scene, yeah, that should be in the Real Pod Museum as like an art installation. Yeah, yes, both, yes, both The abject, uh, like just the 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 dead weight loss on on uh, Aaron mm-hmm. when he admits it and sort of and and especially because he buys and of course he does buys Liam's version of events that it was all just a made up ruse to protect his uh, ego or whatever, and then Aaron. Aaron is so sorry. Liam is just like, why? Why? Like, like a little kid who can't yeah. understand. Yeah. 
That, 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 that's over unkindness. Yeah. And Jesse's just like doing capoeira next to them, like ready to fuck. <laughs> He's ready to fucking go. It's like the inverse of his. Are we going to Argentina dance? Yeah. <laughs> you're a fucking rat, bro. You're, you're a dog. You dogged the boys. <laughs> but you know what? You know what Jesse was upset about. He was upset that like he had been thrown under the bus. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. so. He was. It wasn't so much that Liam was leaving the house or anything like that. He was like, "Well, was it's obviously only come from me, and now I look like a dick for having told other people when I wasn't supposed to." You're yeah. a dickhead, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a rat, bro. Lucina's <laughs> not going to choose you, bro. <laughs> and the, the fist bit bump? Where, where, oh my where, gosh, Jesse is. <laughs> he's wound up yeah. very tight yeah. over yeah. this. <laughs> When Aaron was saying it had to be it had to me, it kind of reminded me of um, the, in the Jinx when he's in the bathroom. Um, oh, my oh my god! god. Yes, that's a side by side. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so so Liam went home, and that was the only eviction we had all week, which was mm. really it left for just like quite a dud into this week's uh, this week's events. But anyway. Can I, can yes, I do Duncan. a blind item here? Yeah. Yeah. I guess who don't sue. Okay. So I've been given some information about one of the bachelors mm-hmm. from this season. I'm just going to tell a little story. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal their identity. Okay. But it's it's like, it's quite, um, it's contra their, their image on the show. So... This person worked. So I heard this story from someone who, who's like a very good friend of theirs, worked alongside this person at a, um, in a sort of a retail type environment. Uh, they went on a, away to a conference together. Mm-hmm. This the 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 bachelor was in a long term relationship at the time, but on the conference made a number of advances towards the uh, the colleague. Which the colleague didn't enjoy because, uh, the the you know he was he was committed or or nominally committed at the time, didn't think much more of it. Gets back to uh, gets back to work and then gets a a text from the bachelor, inviting them or asking them if they would like to ha- join with him and his partner in a, a threesome. <gasps> Well, Whoa. my only question is, who is it? And you're not going to tell us. I can't tell her. I have so another that. one. It's mm. not scandalous. I know that one of the current bachelors was seen on an Air New Zealand flight with no bags, nothing on him, and uh, handed out the lollies on the flight. When you, Whoa, hang on. When you say so nothing cool. on him, do you mean naked? Like, was it Elliot? Terrence? He had clothes, but it was Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) Shines through immediately. He had no, he had nothing. But, you know, sometimes I feel like men just don't have anything. You know what I I mean? I went to Christchurch. Yeah, Yeah, that's not right. But that's the first time I've ever done it, and I felt naked. Yeah. It feels so freaking weird to walk onto a plane and not have stuff. With nothing. Like, it's just not right. It's terrifying. It sounds incredibly liberating. No. No. Well, I mean, it is, okay. but but the, there's like an inverse load that you carry. Like I, I <laughs> like I, I just kept wondering where my non-existent stuff was, mm. you know, <laughs> and what I was going to do when everyone else was getting their stuff, you right, know. Yeah. 
Okay, Sorry. let's move on. Let's move on to, um, to to Elliot, who he had two things that stood out this week. One was um, his terrible conflict resolution approach. So uh, Lily was asking about what happens if he kind of gets into um, an argument with a girlfriend or whatever, and he's like, well, I'll just be like, when are you going to get over this because I'm going to disappear until you're over this. That was his oh, that's right. how he deals with problems. Um, and she didn't think that that was the the best approach. Um, and also, he found love with a horse. That was that was the only other thing. What's the horse called? Catalina. Catalina fell off. Catalina. The horse that could have been fell a off. Catalina, but got back problem. got back on. To got back right, right back on the horse. That whole, yeah, that whole mm-hmm. game of polo. I was like shot. It was like the opposite of the basketball. I was shocked at how. God, everyone was. That, that yeah. sport looks impossible. Yeah. And they kept hitting the ball and Mike staying on the horses. At it. He's like, I've never really done this. And I'm like, I feel like you play polo. He's, he's definitely played day. polo before. <laughs> well, he's yeah. done like 17 campaigns for Ralph Lauren. Like, <laughs> yeah. come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> um, Quinn... Oh, Quinn sat out of the synchronized swimming and was a judge. He was one of the bachelor, like an honorary bachelorette, because um, of his hand injury. So couldn't couldn't dip into the pool, but could jump on a horse and play polo. By the way, so make of that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> Michael F, as we know, got nudie, um, won the synchronized swimming competition. Time, uh, he's in management and he's dominant. Yeah. That was the other thing, right. the big reveal in his chat with Lucina. Got a rose um, for being so dominant. And he, <laughs> he I, I don't even remember this, but I've got it written down, refers to relationships as a campaign. Yeah. She might like that <laughs> from a and d perspective. I don't know. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, very suspicious of Aaron, and he got very sweaty at the polo. <laughs> That's oh, all I've got. Fru- fruity. Um, I like how he's increasingly like, you know, why am I here? You know, like I think that that I think it is like intensely fucked up that they just yeah. keep not taking him on dates. I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, uh, um, especially when he's just such a treat on camera. Like, yeah, maybe it's that he took a while to warm up, so it was sort of like, oh, he's a dud. But it was like too late they realized that he was. But they still but have so also... many opportunities. It's like they yeah. Mike goes on has been on three dates or something mm. in the time. Richie has been on probably seven. Yeah. And he just has to hang out. Like, that's just, you know. So I, what, I, I think that's, I think what that's, traditionally, yeah. sorry, what traditionally happens in Bachelorland, um, from what I've observed, is that there is often one who doesn't get a one-on-one date and yet they still manage to make it to the top five or six mm. or something. And they're like, when am I going to get my time? Like, this is crazy. We've got hometowns next week. I haven't had any one-on-one time with this guy or gal. And then they get that one-on-one time right near the end and as they're having dinner or whatever and it's time to give out the rose, the lead then says, um, you know, I've, like you're great and I've had an amazing time with you and I, it's just our relationship. I'm just further along with the others than I am with you so I can't give you this rose. And it's like, well, of course you are because yeah. this is your first time spending time together. It just feels like it's almost just, you know, one of the cogs in the machine that makes it happen. That they, they always have to have that person that doesn't get the one-on-one time and is, and is complaining about it right to the end. Well, that's fine, but I like the fact that he's actively 
noting it rather than just yeah, sort because of shrugging and accepting it. He was optimistically I'm... like, maybe she's saving me for the overnight. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't believe it. That's how it goes. <laughs> I, would, I would say that Elliot is there for like comedic relief and I think that Michael is there for the same role, but he's just too onto it and yeah. it's kind of like, oh, I don't actually want to be your fool guy. Um, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And the answer to that, Michael, is absolutely bloody nothing. No. 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 It's, You're it's, a champ. He's got great a lot going for him. talent. Um, Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Aaron. I mean, we've covered Aaron, haven't we? He made that ring. Was that this week? Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Oh, Aaron. Oh. <gasps> Funny, hey, eh? He, Lucina, she must really like him because she lets him get away with a lot, I feel. Mm. And she's definitely looking through rose-colored glasses. Hey, that's um, good. He 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 got the chance to. She she confronted him at least with like the sure seems like a lot of bad stuff happens around yeah. you, Aaron. And he gave a very and his excuse? limp excuse, and she was like, "Okay, well, good. Let's have a pash." Yeah. Do you know yeah. what his excuse was? I've just been in a lot of unlucky situations. Hmm. <laughs> so true. We'll just take a, a moment to um, tell you more about the spin-off members and then we will be right back to break down more fellas in Argentina. Hello, beloved Corny. I've got some breaking news for you. You may or may not know we've launched the spin-off members program. This is a program that allows you, our readers, to contribute to the future direction of our coverage. If you become a part of our members club, you can support us hiring more journalists you can tell us what you like, what you don't like about what the spinoff's doing, and you can also tell us what you'd like to see in the future. If you want more information on it, you can go to www.thespinoff.co.nz forward slash members. Hello there, Simon Pound here from another spinoff podcast with a little bit of cross-promo for you. If you might be into the stories of Aotearoa's most interesting entrepreneurs and innovators, you might like to check out Business is Boring, the podcast I host that reckons it's anything but. Recent episodes have included great guests like Tim Brown from Allbirds, Kitty Nathan from her own label, and Brianne West with the amazing story of Ethie. If that sounds like a bit of you, it's available through the spin-off or wherever you find your favourite podcasts. Okay, Richie. Richie, holy smoochy la la's. Oh my God. All over. Honestly, it, was it too much. Yeah. So Stop much. It. Stop it. You see those people on street corners sometimes having a pash and you're like, gross. Uh, and in Argentina, it was Richie and Lily on every corner, next yeah. to every cafe, on a, on every steps. doorway, just pashing. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. And then taking a brief moment to go antique shopping <laughs> and then passioning again. But I feel like they probably did some in amongst oh, yeah. some like steampunk passion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just. I, I think he did a terrible job in the antique shop. Same. Same lube. Don't Come get on, those mate. stupid old like vintagey signs. She did something really so cool bad. Before, yeah, she did, and I could you could even see as they wandered around. There was like quite a lot of stuff he could have chosen from, and instead he gets two of the same thing, both just as bad as each other. Just <laughs> can, can just we get an update on lame. how we feel about Richie? Well, I think we should ask you how you feel about Richie. Well, I've gone, I've gone back to don't think Richie's cool. <laughs> really? Yeah. So wait, what's the 
What's it been? You, What's you changed? Didn't like him, then you liked him, and now you're back to. Well, I didn't like him, and then I was like, "Why don't you like him?" And I couldn't figure it out, and I was like, "Well, that's on you." Mm. And now, I'm back to not liking him. What I like about Richie is the way that he talks about Lily. Is like, I don't think any other of the bachelors talk about their love interest the way he talks about Lily. Like he's like, he's the kind of girl you want to take over the world with. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, that's amazing. Mm. Whereas Quinn's just like. Lily's fucking hot, yeah. <laughs> you know, which yeah. is like, I get it, but he's, he's really, I think he's really taken, which I appreciate. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I thought he was fine up until the antique shopping. I don't know why that <laughs> just bothered me so much. I just feel like I expected so much more of him in that yeah. environment. I was like, he's, he's, he's going to come with something really cool. That's the thing that's set up for him. Yeah. I think that, I think that's where a lot of it comes from is that like, you basically get a challenge that's like set up for you to, because I agree. I think he really likes Lily. So well, show, show me, don't tell me. Mm. And <laughs> and it was it was like it was like a, a cheap joke, and just some tat. Like, mm. and she is because she, she think, yeah she's amazing. And give, give her give her more than that. And I think it was you know highlighted how bad it was by how good her present was. Like she yeah. took mm. the time to find something. She kind of saw it and was like this will be perfect. He obviously wears jewelry because she was like you can God, have this yeah. next to the bed to put your your rings in. Um, you know, so she's tapped into something that's specific to him, uh, and also practical. So mm. yeah. it's nothing, nothing, neither practical nor personal about the superloop sign. Yeah, there. yeah. It's disappointing <laughs> for sure. And then he was like picking out his uh, only other version. Was he was like, "Did she like motorbikes?" And it was just another sign that was just like a motorbike sign. It was like, "Why are you so obsessed with these tiny tin signs?" Get out! It of would it. have been a bad. It would have been a bad idea to get that motorbike sign because that's her. That's her thing with Quinn. True. Yeah. So, um, I'm. I'm not surprised, but I wish it were different. That, that I, I'm not surprised that there have been so many dates that literally are just let's check out the city together. Mm. I, I would yeah. like to see some more. Um, I never thought I'd want more kind of like wacky dates, but I really enjoyed say like the um, the smashing of the yeah. old equipment and stuff like that. But they they're literally not doing anything on their dates in Argentina. It's it's really different because eh? in New Zealand that. Almost felt like the other way, like they were just doing adventure tourism spots, mm. and not this season, but in prior seasons. And this one, it just feels like they just go for a walk, and they're, and then they like it's it's just it, yeah, it does feel. Given that the show is like whatever it is, four hours a week, it feels like we're entitled to, to expect a little bit more from the 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 kind of centerpieces of those. But the I agree. the the pleasure mm. of the show comes from the drama and the sort mm. of weird low-key human interaction mm. stuff and what you miss is them having to go through something together like yes do a bungee jump like i don't know yeah <laughs> or, or d- overcome someone's fear that they put on their form <laughs> the please never make me do that yeah. yes yes <laughs> so i think maybe that's why it feels a little slow because if you're just yeah. drinking a lovely oh i mean like a lovely glass of wine sure and you've gone oh, through something. Yeah, it's, it's so true because to to those things have the function of like fast forwarding the relationship. I think mm, it's like mm. when Lucina and Amog went tree climbing together, and Amog was a bit scared of it. Like at the end of it, they have all that sort of adrenaline, and that kind of fuses with this date, and it's nice. And absent that, it just sort of drifts. Mm. 
Um, Jesse. Jesse had, uh, he had a very revealing week this week, I think. Um, he's obviously starting to come apart at the seams in terms of, I feel like he's been trying to um, present a certain image of himself, but we're starting to see the true Jesse this week. First with his like complete rant about um, Amok. He was very distressed about that. Uh, secondly, he's never done the walking thing with a girl. Yeah. When he first said that, when he first said that, so he got some time with Lily and they're walking along chatting maybe holding hands I don't quite remember and I feel I at first I thought he meant a walk and talk like on camera like I've, oh, I haven't had to do one of these yet but he actually meant like I've never just walked around with a girl right because then I think she was like have you not and he was like I um I have only ever dated someone and that was for three months at camp last year yeah that so is he hard up Christian like what what's, what's going camp? on there what's camp I don't know what is camp tell me camp? more about Jesse Camp America? I, hang on. He, 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 he was in Whistler, wasn't he? Wasn't he one of the Whistler ones? Oh, so yes, it could have yes. been like a... Ski bump. Yeah. But it was pretty pretty funny because then his his other girlfriend he's had was from age 17 to 18 and clearly they they just biked everywhere. They certainly never walked. Um, it was just <laughs> funny. It was just a really funny thing to say. Well, so I did revealing. like there was a little revealing moment that I enjoyed when... Jesse was clearly very insecure about his outfit. <laughs> oh, Do you remember that bit on the yeah. GoPro? Because he was like rocking the Hallenstein's fedora. Available oh, yes. on the website, by the way. I've looked for it. Um, and he was like, is this okay, bro? <laughs> and like showing art. It was quite, I liked and art, but art, But Art said something funny, which was like, have you worn a hat yet? And he was like, nah. And he was like, yeah, it's good. You should do it. So that's obviously the thing is like, if you have anyone who hasn't worn a hat to the left, please, mm. we need to make sure you're wearing a hat at some point during the season. It's your turn. <laughs> I mean, Again, another extremely terrifying knit situation. True. Potentially. Hat sharing. To, to have, I, haven't, I don't get out much, I'm going to be honest. Um, these are my confessions. <laughs> uh, is this working? Have they made that hat happen out in the wild? I have heard from people on the outside, <laughs> my girls on the outside, the girl on the outside. <laughs> that men are wearing hats like crazy at the really? moment. Really? 660? Tina was there. What's the, what's the hat situation? How many hats did you see? None. What? Really? It wasn't a lie. Oh, okay. oh nobody eyes. <laughs> yeah. Hard when you got the old eyes <laughs> closed. <laughs> I think there was a corny who went to 660 who, who, who brought back the news. To us, that that hat was extremely popular. That's okay, great what hat. came first though? Were people wearing the hats, and the hat was starting to be a thing, and that's why Amog was wearing one? Or has the bachelorette been the source of the trend? Because I find it hard to believe that Amog is the source of the trend. <laughs> it's. I, I think it's. It's almost impossible for that to be <laughs> tr yeah. true. But also, I live in my own reality and choose to believe it so. Okay. okay. It's actually a story. Yeah, it's the made-up one. <laughs> um, Terence, um, we, we got even more from Terence this week. He opened up about his, um, his experience with depression. It was just a really nice, sincere and genuine moment and not something that he'd shared with anyone in his life, which I thought was like, that's huge. Terrence um, is cool. A huge thing to do because he knows that they're going to see it on the television. I really like Terence, mm. and 
I just I'm sad that this. I mean, maybe he will take it out, but I feel like he's 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 probably not going to. But, but I think the future looks bright for Terence beyond this. Yeah, he's already won. Like he's so great, and he's just won my like heart. He's mm. like if you think about the trajectory of him on the show, he seems to be growing, and mm. almost everyone else is coming apart. And I think yeah. that there's something in that, you know. Okay, we have to march on because I've got to go. But two more folks, uh, Logan. Um, crazy, crazy old Logan, spontaneous, oh, yeah. loves adventure Logan, craziest thing he's ever done, Googled where do I go paragliding while on holiday in, where was he? He Googled crazy fun things to do. Like the chick oh, in Budapest. Budapest. In Budapest. Right. Um, and he found a paragliding place and went paragliding. He so, paid a professional. To take him out and show him how to you paraglide. Guys, you, you're all sort of, he's getting so owned for this. I think that's pretty hard out. I have to say, she. I feel like she minimized it because I think the point of his story was he just met, like, the guy, he found someone, rang them, and they were like, meet me here. And they just picked him up in a car and, like, drove him up a mountain. It's not like he walked up to a kiosk and booked tickets, you know. So right. he, I, think the, I think the craziness was, like, carrying on with something that probably wouldn't be – like you wouldn't advise someone to do in terms of he it not being like He is a travel agent, a, so I guess him going off the books like that is probably fucking That bad. is wacky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Who does so that? Like the insurance is a write-off. <laughs> so, yeah. No one got a margin on that, you know? Uh, and then Mike B, Dreamy, uh, McDreamy. He, um, what was the overnight gig? Oh, he came back and said Terence wasn't coming. Terence was oh, yeah. um, good gig. Still yeah, wasn't coming back. He was going to be staying overnight. And I thought, oh, he does have a sense of humour. Yeah, really. so like, I don't know if that's true, but he, he yeah. certainly gave it a crack. He kind of delivered it like there was a gun to his head. That's true. Maybe that wasn't his idea. Okay, you got me. He um, he's he's uh, he's relaxed into being in the whole process now though a lot more i feel don't you think well, he like he's that, much more laddie he's not for and the boys. He's, he's still like, he's not for the boys but he still seems to be like you know not as a, much a fish out of water as he was in previous weeks yeah yeah well he he had that sort of big dnm and pash right that, that was mm. this week fireside mm. and, revealed and that, himself to be quite jealous yeah, well, he seems very comfortable with just in general like revealing um, human foibles because I guess you can when you look like that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like no one's even listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like no one's going to remember. How many people did you kill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but but that but that's where all of the sort of I think feel like we were waiting for that scene because mm. up mm. until this point it had all been us like projecting like surely looking like that with a sort of resume like that they're gonna get somewhere but they just kept not getting there and it felt for a while like it just wasn't gonna happen and then it's like finally we saw motion in it which was good mm. there was a good question where she said where does someone fit into your life and he just replied within it <laughs> oh my God. but also that's a weird question i'm sick of those sorts of questions it's just, just like, oh, her interrogation you work it out like who cares because it's not a conversation <laughs> ever have, they, have you seen a conversation no. with lucina you've seen her interviewing mm. she's like barbara walters just 60 minutes <laughs> interrogating yeah. you non-stop it's just it's never again just like i feel like perhaps that's a good uh, crossover opportunity again 2020 <laughs> with yeah. lucina yeah. You know? Um, and that is our podcast for this week. Because I have to go. So I'm well, just going to well, wrap that up. Well, okay. Well, I'll just I'll do my Scrabble. Oh, maths. Thing. 
Oh no! no oh what? my god! Mass is insane. Mass is insane. Well, do you do you have to go? Because we could just do maths and my Scrabble. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, without yeah, you, can, yeah. have you ever done that before? By the way. No, it feels really weird. I'm you keep can, thinking I can maybe just push it five minutes. Do no, it, do it, do it, do it, Duncan. Like leave. Yeah. Just leave. Get out of here. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, Get out of here. We'll see. I stay. So what are you gonna do? Are you leaving? What? Oh no, she voted stay. I have to stay. Isn't that the rules? Yeah. If someone says stay, I have to stay. Those are the rules. Okay, get on with it then. Hurry up. Okay, do you want to do? Do you, you recap maths. maths? Oh my god, toothbrush in the toilet, cheating scandal. What are you even? And then Lizzie. This week has been insane. Yeah. That yeah. guy's shirt. Yeah. The shirt is the green. Okay, there's shirt. a lot of attention placed on the toilet brush and the the toothbrush in the toilet, which obviously not not ideal. Neil, um, <laughs> not best practice with hygiene, sure. Um, mm. But then but the shirt, the shirt, the shirt. was. Much I mean, worse. that's worse. Yeah. So much worse. And we what know was ama- about- an amazing deflection for, with all of this was like the cheating scandal. Yeah, I know. Like it's Hayley like, did an amazing it. like manipulation of that narrative. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like toilet brush and to- uh, sorry, what is it? Toothbrush and toilet, not as bad. Really. As- I think it's. You think it's worse? Well, it's. it's I just mean, a I feel like category. he was kind. I feel like he was kind, not justified, but he had a really like he was really upset and he had a reason. Yeah, but um, you don't get for to doing do what that. he did. No, you don't get to do that. But I think in the scheme of things, I, cheating on your television I, husband. Yeah, like it. it, it, it it's they're, they're just complete categories. Alex, I agree right? with you. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I, I thought, mean, what he did was fucking weird, and yeah. But she, obviously, she, he put it back. Like she, it's only by dumb luck that she found out and didn't brush her teeth with it, which could have given her like who no, knows sorry, what she works in the did. toilet. No, no, it's only by her, sorry. Here, here's the other thing though. <laughs> it's only by dumb luck that he found out she was cheating on him. But she didn't. Yeah, look. It's it's not great. She didn't. What were you about to say? Finish your sentence. She didn't really cheat. Well, no, she didn't. Like, she. It was, it was not. It was, like the, if if you've got a scale of cheating and it's all cheating, it wasn't like it wasn't like Inners and um, or you know yeah. or Jess. Like, like wasn't like last season's cheating in the same way. It was know? from Michael well, though, and she's supposed to be friends camera. with Stacey. Mm. We didn't know what the yeah. build-up to it was like, you know, like that was very much all done in front of the audience. Yeah. Who knows? But it was fucking good television. Yeah, it was. It was so intense. And Stacey's, Stacey trying to piece oh. it all together and be like, I'm a lawyer. I need evidence. It was like, you're not going to get any. That's like, not how this works. You just need so. to trust that your extremely scumbag-seeming husband is probably a scumbag. Who's <laughs> yeah. done nothing but do scumbag <laughs> things since you've met him. Yeah. That could be part of his character. <laughs> Yeah, but he's rich. But he's rich. Is he? Remember how she was completely not into him until she found out, like she was at the reception, and her her friend said, "I've just googled him, and he's got like he runs a what is it? What is it? An ice business or something?" Uh, (laughs) I I mean, when I say ice, I mean legitimate ice. I assume as opposed to the other. (laughs) And he, um, yeah, and they're like, he's worth like it's like worth. You know, he must be worth millions or something because I think he has got money. He's got a giant watch. His watch is bigger than his wrist. And then she was kind of like, well, maybe I misjudged him. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> immediately. He's such, um, he's such a creature, man. Oh, mate, he is crazy. But that shirt, I can't get past it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I really, yeah. truly the cannot get past that shirt. The toilet toothbrush. 
I think is worse than cheating together. <laughs> I just want to know where it came from. Was that like a bespoke? Was that an order? Like he's like, I just, I'm going on TV. I really need like a Riddler shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the, the, there's been a there's a, there's the question mark shirt on um, the Bachelor in New Zealand. True. Is there another thing that men are doing now? Oh, what are men doing? Right to the <laughs> right, right to the real part. Send a letter. <laughs> Send us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how. Oh my god! Okay, uh, and now okay, scrabble, and scrabble. So, Kathy turned up half an hour early. She was softly singing. Can we, sorry, can we just just a minute for those who don't know? Kathy Casey is too full famous. She's an Auckland councillor and Alex Casey's mum. She's got <laughs> yeah. a lovely Scottish accent. <laughs> she she badgered me into this, but I also extremely wanted it. Um, <laughs> to be clear, she. She she arrived half an hour early before the, the referee did, and she was just an amazing presence in the office. She just stood looking out at the window, looking out for Liz, and she softly sang, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Which I feel like was some, it was just like perfect. It just got in my head so badly. I was like, only the most confident person in the world would do that. Like, it's so hard being in someone else's workplace at the best of times. Yeah. You feel so uncomfortable. And she's so comfortable that she's, like, singing. Singing, yeah. And that song, like a great power ballad. Um, can, Alex, can I just say, I love your parents. Oh, um, I've eaten time. your dad's banana cake. That's I've right. met your mother. She's given us a lovely tour of her office. Oh, and, yeah. But also your dad is in the corner and oh, comments my, on things. Oh, and no. it's just the greatest. It really he was, is. He said that he he commented on that big long thread, which was very lovely of all the the Alex Casey appreciation thread. Like I had died, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he commented saying, "Now I'm weeping." <laughs> like Dad, Dad, get out of it. <laughs> no, get back in. But yes, anyway, and to sorry, be clear, I on. was not present for any of the. I say I was. I was doing some other ag business, <laughs> as it were, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> all night. <laughs> and so I only I only came in briefly, and it was it was it was extremely exciting. So they had like this crazy professional get up, um, mm. like a like a board on a lazy susan with these like <laughs> bespoke Nigerian tiles and a different typeface. They had this Hang amazing on. what. Sorry, so the board on the Lazy Susan, is that in it to enable you to get yeah, angles? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because well, you've only got 25 minutes each to play, and I'd never played. This is like the international rules. And Liz is like a world-class referee, and there's this little machine that keeps time, and there's all these arcane rules. And I didn't – so basically I got just incredible letters, and she got total garbage letters, and I just had this amazing run, and I got up by 100 points – and I had heaps of time left, and it was just—it was like I was unimaginably just dominating. And like Alex has played her—I don't know—about a million times yeah. and beaten her once. So yeah. like I was just like, "This is incredible!" Like I—I yeah. I just knew that it was a once-in-a-generation opportunity, <laughs> just that had fallen out of a clear blue sky to to inflict a, a, a beating on Kathy, who, by the way, talks nonstop, shit talks nonstop. <laughs> And and so I was like real excited. I got cocky and I did like a joke word. I did Lardo in tribute to um, Rachel Smalley's of like course. infamous on mic gaff, oh, which no. isn't a word. No, she challenged it, took it off that, and then used that opening. And then at then I started to panic that I was running out of time because I thought that the fact that she was behind me on time 
I've been told that there was like 10 points a minute and I was, I was trying to do these calculations. I don't really know the rules. And so I opened <laughs> up the board instead of playing defensively. She put down cluster as a seven-letter word oh, score. Oh, bingo. Just bingo. She got 80 points. She tried to get 100 and Liz was like, uh-uh. Made her <laughs> recount it. She, she was just trying to sneak an extra 20 points. Classic Kathy. Uh, and ended up beating me by like... 30 or 40 points, but... Oh, my God. It was such a tense and amazing game. What a saga. I need to, I need to clarify the 25-minute time limit thing. You've How does 20, that... You've got 25 minutes each, and as soon as you put down your your letters and say your points total, you hit a button, and then it flicks to there, 25 so minutes. So you've got 25 minutes to come up with a word each no, time? No, 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 for no, the whole no game. total for the whole game. Right, right, okay. It's so a good amount of time. It's actually got... fine, but, but it does... You can use your time. Like, it's not heaps of time, but it's enough. And there's no limit per play of time. So someone could take their sweet time. You could take 10 minutes on one and then do three in 20 seconds each. But you've got to remember that you've got 25 minutes. Right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I thought like the game total 25 minutes and both got it. I'm with you. It's real fun. Like I want to play ch- That changes everything. Now. Oh, it's it was so mean. And then we played another game afterwards, which was like me, uh, Josie Adams, and Alice Webb Little from the spin-off, like a temp spin-off team against the Mount Albert Scrabble Club, which is A ranked <laughs> uh, Liz and C ranked, but still ranked Kathy uh, uh, Casey, Councillor Kathy Casey, and they um, they beat us, but only by a hundred points, which you know, in the scheme mm. of things, I was like. I thought, thought that was respectable. We got over 300. So um, it was an amazing night, and now I'm now going to start a spin-off Scrabble Club. Incredible. What a great outcome. Amazing. I can't believe oh, Lardo, Lardo was your downfall. Oh, it's so amazing. Oh, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. always cocky, the joke Duncan. Play. You got cocky. Yeah. play, you got to be careful. Lardo, though. <laughs> I just assumed that it was a common insult because she said it, even though I don't think I've ever heard anyone else say it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, that's our podcast. Thank you very much to everyone who's been, who's listened, who's made it to the end. Thank you to Nando's. Uh, thank you to Tina. And thank you, Alex Casey in a wig and Duncan Grief. I thank like, you, I like the fact that we haven't explained why she's in a wig. No. <laughs> I can't be bothered. I just assume that I'm wearing a wig every podcast <laughs> and we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Lovely extensions. Okay, bye. Bye. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora e te iwi, Te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.